This podcast has been brought to you by Dimples and Diamonds Women's Empowerment Community. Visit www.dimples, the letter N, diamonds.org to join the movement. Trying to be the coffee on the court of the game. I want to hear a lot of fans scream my name. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. Hard in the paint, coach put me in. Took a lot of L's, a lot of L's in the past. And man, I can't feel I got to make it all last. Time, time to tick, 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 tick. Getting the money and get it quick, quick, quick. It's falling down and really what it seems. Feel like I am on the run. I gotta chase my dreams. You have now popped open the top to the jury box. I am Kata Jeweler. And I am Mrs. ASF. And today we are kicking off part two of our Boss Up series. Uh, part one was so dope that we had to run this thing back one more time. And for those who are just now tuning in, um, we, we did a poll in our private Facebook community asking um, how many entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs there were, and the ladies just literally came out in droves. And um, so Ash and I did a bit of brainstorming and just decided to interview a few boss women who were killing it in their respective sphere of influence. So um, not to delay it any further, um, for episode one of part two, we decided to reach out to the woman of the hour, literally, to join in on the conversation. Um, Now, (laughs) when I say this name, I know, I, I don't know if she needs any introduction at this time, so I'm going to keep it brief, y'all. Um, right. <laughs> after suffering um, with a bout of bacterial vaginosis for eight months, Beatrice Dixon was given the ingredients to heal herself in a dream. From that insightful dream, she created the formula for a healthy and clean feminine wash. And in 2014, she launched the Honeypot Company, a plant-based feminine hygiene line created with a goal to provide women with a healthy alternative to feminine care that is free of chemicals, parabens, carcinogens, and sulfate, and the rest is history. With experience in pharmaceuticals, retail, and natural foods, Dixon has the insight and the expertise to bring the innovative concept of a plant-based feminine care system to the marketplace. An empowering African-American female entrepreneur Dixon has been, the, has been a recipient of the Sundial and Unilever's multi-million dollar New Voices Fund. She was the first, the first of 40 women of color to raise $1 million in venture capital and has been featured in T-Pain's School of Business, BuzzFeed's Ladylike Series, The Today Show, The New York Times, Entrepreneur, Elle, Essence, and Forbes, just to name a few. Most recently, she was named one of Entrepreneur's Top 100 Groundbreaking Women Entrepreneurs of 2019, and her company won a 2020 Essence Best in Black Beauty Award. Through her diverse background and experience, Dixon continues to make a mark in the world of natural health and retail with a truly revolutionary approach to feminine health and sexual wellness. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Please join us in giving a warm welcome to the Jury Box Podcast, Miss Beatrice Dixon. Yay! Welcome, Beatrice. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
We are so excited to have you. Um, did you Thank you. anything off your bio? I, that was a, no, a, a resume no, for I sure. Think, I think that was everything. Sorry that it's Ooh. such a long bio. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. You don't make no, Look. not now one apology. Okay. <laughs> so let's get down to it right quick. We're just going to cut right okay. to the chase. There's been a lot of uh, white tears shed on last week. And I'm still trying to figure out a whole week later why the people are mad. And um, like I was telling Ash, I, you know, I saw the commercial. It ran periodically throughout Black, Black History Month as a part of, I believe, mm-hmm. the Target's Founder We Believe In campaign. Yes. Okay. And I absolutely loved it. I didn't see any issue with the motivational nugget for the next black girl at the end of the commercial. Heck, I'm a grown black woman, and I was inspired. Okay? So can you tell us? Or, or tell the people, Thank you. Or, or tell us, rather, mm-hmm. what put you on notice to the issue that became viral? Well, you know, I think um, we got, we actually had gotten a, somebody had copied us into a post that they put up which showed us that the trust pilot thing was a thing. Um, and okay. we, you know, we literally just, we, we went there. But then when, when we finally got there, we saw that our customers had just kind of formed Voltron and just... <laughs> came in and just, um, you know, just put put in all the really beautiful comments and got that rating from like a two and a half star or one and a half star up to a 4.9 star. So it was was a good, it was good. I I didn't really have much of a reaction, to be honest. Um, Okay. You know, because I feel like people are entitled to their opinion. And I feel Mm -hmm. like it's, it's easy... I don't I don't think that it's okay. I don't think that it's okay or not okay what what those humans had to say, but um you know, I don't really know what their background is. I don't know what their upbringing is. I don't know I don't know anything about them as they don't know anything about me, right? So for mm-hmm. me to to say anything outside of that um as a reaction you know, I, I think would be a, a tit for tat kind of a thing, and I, I just think that that's that's completely unnecessary, and that people mm-hmm. should be able to say and voice how they feel. If we accept it on the good side, we have to accept it on the what's deemed to be bad side, with air quotes as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is which is absolutely true. And um, just to touch mm-hmm. on this whole Voltron situation, because I was sitting on my couch in my living room, minding my business on that. I believe Tuesday, last Monday, last Tuesday afternoon, mm-hmm. and I was scrolling Facebook, and I came across a post and um, was literally like, hey, you know, everybody let's head over to Trust Pilot and put some reviews on there, and um, let's get let's get her ratings up. And so um, mm-hmm. I, I ran to the site, and I believe by the time I had gotten to the site, they had already uh, shut it down to mm-hmm. more comments or something. Other. Right. So I went. Right. To the, uh, straight to the Target website, and I went on there and I got my honeypot products. <laughs> but <laughs> that just, was the best way to you do You know, it. and yes, and so everybody, you know, they went on, you know, ran to the trust pilot, went on there to, you know, leave reviews, and then they just started buying up the products out of the, uh, off the shelves and um, po- start posting pictures online. And it just is a, a true mm-hmm. testament to the power of unity and community. 
amongst mm-hmm. women and, the you know, mm-hmm. how when we all come together, we are we're our definite force to be reckoned with. And that's what moved me um, to want to reach out to you to interview you, as, you know, in regards to the situation because that mm-hmm. was a very, very, very powerful statement. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's beautiful. Um all all of this really great. You know, had had those people not said what they said, you know, we wouldn't be here talking, right? So, mm-hmm. right. I think that um I think that I I just think that that it's all wonderful and I appreciate even though it sounds weird to say I appreciate those people that had those things to say. Um, because it's, mm-hmm. it's brought a lot of um, attention and love and kindness and generosity to our brand. So <laughs> thank you to whoever you are. Yeah, I completely feel you. You got, to be ha- you got to be grateful for your haters and for your motivators. Uh, I remember yes. hearing somebody on, on the radio in Atlanta, they would always say that, you know, just mm-hmm. because the good, you, like you said, you have to take the good as well as the bad because it's exactly. never going to be completely one-sided. But understand that there is good in every situation and just hearing you speak on different platforms um i've definitely gotten that sense from you and you you definitely turn my um motivation around you know there i'm not it might have been cloudy this morning, but guess what? Them clouds gonna go away the sun is Mm -hmm. coming out now (laughs) like you really you know i've I, I appreciate you, sis. Shout out to you for that because no, not you. everybody is able to flip that switch themselves. And sometimes mm-hmm. we need a, you know, gentle reminder that that's that's how it should be. That's how things yeah, yeah. should operate. Yeah, no, nobody died, so it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, that part. Even, that part. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's cool. So Katama read um, in your bio that you – pretty much healed yourself from bacterial vaginosis. Um, how mm-hmm. do you go from, like, was that a cream? Is it a salve? Is it a recipe on Google? How do you go from that to making tampons and pads and, and the the rest of what you offer in your line? It, it was just a natural progression, honestly. It, it made sense to, if you're going to have a wash, then you should have a wipe. And if you should have those products, then you should have menstrual products. And if you should have that, then you should have sexual products. And if you should, you know, it just, it made mm, sense, okay. it made sense it, that the natural progression of the brand was to look mm-hmm. throughout feminine hygiene and not to just stick with within one part. You know, um, I'm a believer in um, multiple streams of revenue, especially when you have a product business. And that's really, okay. you know, in my mind, is one of the best ways to do it because you've just created you know, we have 30 ways to to grow our business, right? If I think hmm. there's about 30 products now. So that's how I okay. look at it. Um, and, and, you know, and even bigger than that, we wanted to be the, you know, we really want to be the answer to what women need when they're looking for anything that they need for their vagina, right? Hmm. Um, and so, you know, so we put a focus on, being able to provide those daily needs and those monthly needs. That doesn't mean that everybody that uses our product will be able to use everything because everybody's body mm-hmm. is different. But, you know, everybody will at least be able to use something. So, How long has this, I guess, been your brainchild? Like, 
take us back to the moment you were like, oh, this is something that, you know, not only I can use, but others may find useful. And how did that translate to we really got something that we need to get out into the world? I think, um, so it was like 2012 is technically when, when we when we actually like got our business license and did all that, and then 2013 mm-hmm. we were getting emails in our inbox um, for, for for people that were ordering their product literally through through email. So mm. for me in 2012 when all this happened, like between 2011 2012 when all this happened, um, I felt you know the moment after it it had kind of worked for me, I felt it necessary to, um, you know, I felt it necessary basically to to potentially try to do this to heal other women outside of myself. And then what we learned is that it, this isn't a product for only if you have issues. This is just an everyday product, right? Like it's, it's, mm. it's as synonymous as if you have a, you know, a really great face wash that you use every day and your mm-hmm. skin never breaks out, right? Um, so So it's really more of a preventative thing um, even if you don't have any issues at all, you know, it's really just about using really beautiful skincare. So, it, you know, that, that light bulb came on for me kind of right away after, um, after kind of that first initial uh, go at, you know, making the product and seeing that it worked for me. Okay. So I have a question. One of the taglines um, or one of your taglines is made by humans with vaginas for humans with vaginas. And um, I know we all have little um, synonyms for our lady parts, uh, vajayjay, yeah. hot box, uh, cootie pop snack, the nappy dug out box. And, you know, what we call down here in the South, we call it the pocketbook. So yeah. where did you get this lip from? Oh, my. Listen, I'm, I'm just saying it, it, it's, Ooh. Don't act like you ain't here, Nundy. Don't act like you ain't here, Nundy. I mean, I'm from the South, so you know all I hear is the pocketbook and you better keep it closed. <laughs> I ain't never heard uh-uh. of the other one. That's what my grandma told me. That's what my grandma That's told me. That's funny, girl. Keep pocketbook, keep it closed. Don't open your pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still, you good. Okay. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, how did you come up with the name, The Honey Pot? I was driving down the street one day and I saw a band poster and the name of the band was the Honey Pot Band. And it literally, I was like, oh, that's going to be the name of the company. It wasn't anything Mm. like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really as deep as how everything else happened. (laughs) Okay. But but then again, maybe it was, you know, maybe, maybe that's the deep. I don't know. Yeah. But it's so on on target though. Yeah, because I've heard people refer to it as the honey pot. So I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. I just wanted something that was a little more whimsical and happy, and didn't feel as taboo. um, Mm. Because my whole goal has always Mm. been to make the vagina. um, I mean, you know, vaginas are ordinary, right? They're like normal. Everybody, every girl has one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like all the all of these things are ordinary, right? Like sex is ordinary, mm-hmm. vaginas are ordinary, 
all, you know, so it, it really shouldn't be, it, it's just weird what we've done in our society by making these things so taboo and so like, oh, we don't talk about that or, you know, um, you know, but, but, you know, it's, it's, it's where we are. <laughs> so, um, you know, but, but that, but that was my goal. I wanted, I wanted it to be light and airy and fun. And I wanted to, I wanted it to feel approachable. Good well, look, well, and you've done a good job is. with that. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Folks can't keep their hands off it. Oh wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Um speaking of healing yourself, is that original formula the what you used originally to cure yourself with B B is that within your product line? Is that can women still Purchase yeah, or? yeah, okay. yeah. They, yes, yeah, basically our normal wash. You know, and I, okay. I can't look. I can't make any claim that our product is gonna is is meant to cure, diagnose, or treat anybody. Right? That's literally right. just my story and how it got started. Right. So okay. when people use this wash, they're using this wash um, again because they because it's a clean, effective pH balanced feminine wash. Right? That's meant for their vagina. Okay. It's it's nothing outside of that, you know, um, because, you know, natural products, herbal products typically are not approved by the FDA. Um, mm-hmm, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're not effective. It's just that the FDA right. doesn't approve herbs. So, right. um, you know, so, so the, but the, but that formula basically is the normal formula. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And speaking of products, um, do you have a date? In mind when uh your products are gonna be back on the shelves because they sold out yeah. everywhere and um yeah even online <laughs> yeah yeah saying. um we'll they'll be back up by um by Sunday oh good okay okay good yeah I can yeah. my stuff can sit in the cart till Sunday I can wait yeah I can yeah yeah they're, they're they're um they'll be back in stock by Sunday. We're working on something, oh. some stuff with our website for people that potentially want to order their stuff now and build their carts now, um, and then okay. it'll just ship out, you know, once everything is made or once we have everything in stock. Wonderful. Good deal. I'm look. I I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> for those who are interested in getting their products in a retail space, um, how how were you able to navigate that? Um, you know, it was. We were we were fortunate because our um, our target buyer had been had kind of looked us up prior to um, prior to us getting together. But I mean, when when somebody's going into retail, it depends on what type of retail they're going into. It depends on how much money they have. It depends on if they're just kind of starting small and then working their way up. It you know it just it all depends on which which way you want to go. You know, I always recommend people not to just go right into retail because retail is, you know, it is a force and it's it, it's it's expensive and you really have to understand the supply chain behind it. If it works out for you and something pops up and, and a and a and a buyer calls you and wants to work with you, by all means, get it done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and get it done whenever you want to get it done, you know, really, but. I always recommend people to start online first because if you start online first, then, you know, if you can make $100,000 online, you, you pretty much understand a little bit about supply chain, having to be on top of a manufacturer, 
um, mm-hmm. having to understand how to, you know, balance things out, reinvest in your business, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, but and and then if you're a person who's doing well online and you want to transition into retail, the best thing to do is to typically like hire like a broker or a master broker that has a relationship with whatever retailer it is that you're going after, right? And also understanding um, that you should just, you know, start start your search off if you if you don't have any experience in it, start your search off kind of focused on a retailer and try to find a broker that deals with with a retailer like a Target or a Walmart. Um, and, and don't be afraid of Walmart either. You know, Walmart is, Walmart um, is also, uh, you know, is a good business to go into. A lot of times people think that they shouldn't because they think that it's going to lessen their business, but um, the points of distribution on a Walmart are crazy. So, you know, so it just depends on where you are in your journey, really. So startup money for black female entrepreneurs is, needless to say, a challenge. Um, And I Mm -hmm. really think that that's an understatement at this point. Um, Tell the listeners about your experience with raising your startup funds and then inform us on how you were introduced to the big machine that is venture capitalism. Well, our initial, the first, the first, technical raise that was ever done was with my brother Simon and one of his friends, uh, Troy, who basically put the money up for us to go and have a huge, like, grand kind of grand launching at the Bronner Brothers Hair Show. Um, our next our next raise um, was a family and friends round. Doesn't necessarily mean that those are your family and friends, but um, mm. it, it, was a, it was a family and friends round that we did in preparation for going into retail. Um, and then the raise after that was the raise where, um, you know, where we actually got into the venture capital world. Um, and you know, that, that one, that one's a little bit hard because typically venture capitalists, um, you know, they normally have like strict guidelines for how they can invest money because typically they're investing other people's money. So what happens is it can be a group of high net worth individuals who've contributed to this fund and they, you know, so your company, there's some funds where your company has to make a million, at least a million dollars, but then there's some where your company has to make 10 and then there's some where your company Mm -hmm. has to make like 30 or 40. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So getting into those funds can be really hard because you have to understand where they are and who they are. Um, You know, and that that was a that was a hurdle that we had to jump over because you don't necessarily you just don't know what you don't know. But the good thing about it is when you when you're out in the world and you're working hard, and and you're really putting a lot of energy into one thing, typically what you're going to need is going to show up anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And so that you know for us mm-hmm. that was our case. My uh, brother co-founder is a uh, is a um, a licensed CPA. Um, you know, has all the degrees and all the stuff. So he, so he, he had a lot more knowledge about it than I did. Um, had I not had him, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sure, I'm sure my experience would be so much different, you know, mm. um, because when you're, when you're, when you're raising money in the venture capital world, really in any world, you know, there's so much diligence and so much, so much information and documents and models and all this stuff that has to be done. So you know, it it can be a it can be a really heavy lift, 
even 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 with him understanding how to do some of it was you know is is still a heavy lift right mm-hmm. um so it but you know but it but it was a good experience it makes you smarter you know get your public sure. get your uh, public speaking skills up <laughs> because <laughs> okay you can't you can't yeah you can't you can't be scared you know you have to mm-hmm. you have to be able to look somebody in their eye and ask them for however many million dollars that you need you know, so that you can grow your business. But the other factor behind mm-hmm. that is you actually have to have a business, right? Like mm-hmm. um, you, mm-hmm. have, you have to have a, you know, especially in our, in our world, in being an African-American um, business, you, we, we have to dot the I's and cross the T's. You have to be able to meet the standards that whatever the fund is stipulating, you have to be able to meet those demands. And so, you know, that, that can be a tricky part. So when you said about raising um, the startup funds and you said uh, friends and family, so was that uh, mama them or? No, no, it's not It's not technically your, your friends and family, but that's where you're going to people that you know, you know, or mm. people that you know who know somebody else, you know, your accountant, right? Your accountant has access to, you know, if they're a good accountant, then they're probably going to know people with money. Mm. So, you, so it's kind of like, saying that you're, you're not necessarily going into um, and you're not getting invested into from a fund, like one fund, you're going out to as many people as you can. It could be your mother, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle. It could be, you know, mm-hmm. um, okay. you know, if, if they have, if they have capital, but it just depends on what it is. They just call it a family and friends. Round. Okay. Gotcha. My daughter attends uh, Savannah State University, and they just recently held their first period party where they, you know, packaged feminine um, hygiene products for homeless college students as well as uh, homeless shelters in the area. Um, Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a little bit about your uh, partnership with Happy Period and its mission? Because I know I think it's kind of very similar to what they are, the thing that they were doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, what what Chelsea from Happy Period is doing is really dope because she found, um, you know, she's kind of transitioned her business model a little bit where she's more focused kind of like on on centers that are, that are you know, homeless centers and, um, you know, schools and things like that in underserved areas where she basically puts together period kits. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the way that it started is she would she would actually go like to Skid Row and like think of all the Skid Rows in all the major cities in the US, right? And she has like thirty mm-hmm. probably more satellite offices at this point. But um in pretty much around the country, but basically she saw a a homeless woman walking down the street and her clothes were bloody. And mm-hmm. you know, she 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 just could she couldn't she couldn't just drive past her and not get her sorted out. You know, like she needed to get her right. pads. She went and got her pads. She got her like wipes. She got her panties. She got her some new, you know, just something simple to put on. Um, you know, but the work that she's doing is really beautiful because she's doing the she's doing this nobody wants to do. You know, she's mm-hmm. out there in the mm-hmm. street, um, and and meeting these people where they are and listening to their stories and, um, you know, giving giving them a little dignity back. You know what I mean? Like that. Mm-hmm. Like you already mm-hmm. think, think of how much you've already, depending on what kind of human you are, because some people choose to be homeless, right? But if you haven't, if mm-hmm. you haven't chosen to be homeless, and and not only are you homeless, but now you're homeless 
and you're on your period and nobody, you know, you're asking people for money and nobody's going to, nobody, you know, and nobody, people see, people may see that person and judge that person, but you have no clue of what they've been through. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that she was, that she was dope enough and kind enough and humble enough to, uh, you know, to, to just take it a step further and not just give her $10, but like went, like took mm-hmm. her time and went and, you know, did all that. So she really built her whole model off of that, um, kind of that founding moment, and you know it's it's really grown into something really beautiful. And she's she she does a lot in the community, um, not just in California where she is, but just you know all over this all over this all over really all over the world. Um, so it's, it's been really great partnering with her, um, helping you know provide her products and things of that nature, so that she can have good um, clean feminine care products to pass out. You know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's awesome. That is awesome because that's that's definitely what it's what it's you know all about is meeting the people right where they were where they are. Excuse me, going out there and exactly. getting in the streets and you know mm-hmm. um, just you know because it's I just think that it that that is an awesome thing that they are doing. Um, like my mm-hmm. daughter was telling me about what they were doing at college. That is a very awesome thing, and um, we need more. Definitely need more of it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna rewind this a little bit back to the commercial situation because I know people ask this question, so I'm gonna ask this question for the people. Because um, mm-hmm. I was watching the, my husband was watching the basketball game the other night. He's watching the Lakers game the other night, and I swear that com- the commercial came on like three, three, four times during the game. They running that Target is running it like a Michael Bloomberg campaign. Bloomberg. <laughs> 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 Um, who's who's in the commercial with you? Is that your husband, your mom? Who who's in the commercial with you? No, that's my um, that's my brother Simon and my mother. Okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I just wanted to know because they're like, I wonder who's in who's in the commercial with her. So I just wanted to get that question answered for the people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's my brother, co-founder, my brother Simon Gray, and my mom. Stephanie Turner. Okay. I was watching your, um, I think the crowdfunding video that's on your website, and your brother actually spoke in it. He said that he's mm-hmm. the only man in the company. Is that still the case? No. <laughs> okay. There is. I was say, there's three men now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but there's three out of your entire company. Of, I'm sure that out of fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fifteen, okay. including me. Wow. What is that energy like? What does what that what does that work environment feel like? Because I I don't think that I've ever worked anywhere where the women it, outnumber the men. It feels um. It feels good, you know. Mm-hmm. It's um. It feels uh. It feels it it feels normal to us just because this is what it is mm-hmm. for us. But mm-hmm. I I don't have anything to compare it to. You know, mm-hmm. um, but you know we kind of operate kind of like a like a family business. We all love each other. We all like each other. Um, mm-hmm. We're all kind to each other. You know, and, and we want and we want. You know, there isn't a lot of ego here. So our goal is just to is just to do our very best. Um, you know, and so we just we just always put that foot forward. Awesome, awesome. So so your brother was there when it was during the. Time when you were making making labels for your products yourself. Yeah. 
out yeah. here hustling and okay, yeah. awesome. That is awesome. Um, it also um, you know states in your bio that consumers will be able to get all of their feminine care needs met under one brand as the Honeypot Company mm-hmm. currently offers feminine washes, wipes, pads, and mommy-to-be products. Um, you all also recently introduced the 100% uh, organic tampons that, listen to this, mm-hmm. Ash, promotes mm-hmm. confidence in your coochie, gives you more mm-hmm. a more peaceful period, and are earth-friendly mm-hmm. with a biodegradable applicator derived from sugar cane, girl. Sugar cane. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What other products do you all plan on rolling out in the near future? Uh, we're about to launch a uh, boric acid and herbs suppository. We're about to launch uh, menstrual cups. We have panty sprays that are going to be going into Target, um, launching mm-hmm. in Target in April. Um, we have the organic tampons. Um you know, we, we, we have our lubricant. We have a lot of really amazing products, um, you know, but I think the, the biggest ones that are coming up are the, um, are the, um, is the, is the suppositories and the, and the vulva cream. That's a soothing lavender vulva cream. So it's like an external cream that you use. And then the suppository, which is made with boric acid and herbs. So really exciting. Hmm. We also have some cool travel packs that are coming out as well. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, you caught my attention with the menstrual cup and the panty spray. That that caught my attention. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So I'll definitely be on the lookout for those. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was googling suppository word answer because I don't know what that. I I need to educate myself. What will we find out later? Be what what this suppository is. We're derived from with the the benefits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, an exclusive. Boric acid suppositories are really meant to help to acidify your your vagina, right? And so, Mm. um, it's you know, we again we can't make any claims. It's not meant to treat, cure, or um, diagnose any any diseases or any kind of infections or anything like that. But what it's meant to do. Is kind of get the get the acidity back in your vagina because your vagina your vagina is an acidic environment, and so boric acid mm-hmm. that's really what it does. Um, and then there's some er- there's like um, there's some really beautiful herbs in there that are also going to help just to balance things out, you know, um, you know. But but that's really what boric acid does. It just is, that gets it gets the acidity back to where it needs to be, which can which can can help promote um, a healthy pH. Basically. Come on, healthy pH. Can we get a round of mm-hmm. applause for that? Because spray, <laughs> you are getting the all the honey pots around the world. You are gathering them. Okay, you getting them right together. You have everything that we could need to make sure that environment is balanced and in harmony. And I'm here for it. I'm here Thank for you. it. Yes, we are definitely here for all of it. And um, I just wanted to let you know again. Thank you. Thank you. So much, B, because I know that um, you are a, a busy, busy woman these days, um, and uh, we wanted to uh, again thank you for uh, taking the time out to join us on the podcast on today. Um, I just want to let you oh, know that you. Um, we definitely, we definitely see you, we respect you, and mm-hmm. we celebrate you. Thank you, yes. and I and I do the same for you and everybody else. Oh, thank so you. So thank you. 
Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Can you tell the people um, where they can uh, either connect with you or find out more about the Honeypot products? The connection with me is my Instagram is I am B Dixon and B is spelled B E A D I X O N. Um, you can find the Honeypot at the Honeypot Co. Um, you can also go to our website, thehoneypot.co. Um, if you want to find us in stores, you can go to our store locator, put in your zip code, and pretty much it'll pull up all the all the stores in your area. Um, you know, that that carry our products, but our products are sold at Target, Walmart, um, Walgreens, um, Bed Bath & Beyond, I mean, Wegmans, there's, there's so many so many different stores, which we're really grateful for. Um, but if you can, yeah, you just go to our store locator, put in your zip code, it'll tell you the stores that we're in near you. Awesome. Again, thank you so much. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boss Up series. Be sure to subscribe to the Jury Box podcast to hear more from this series as well as future episodes. Um, We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast fix. And as always, keep doing what you do best, ladies, and that's what, Ash? Keep shining on them all.